I was not feeling amped up for this at all, like 10 minutes ago. And then I started talking about that wig shop that always <laughs> just brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> make believe money, make believe I'm Damon. I'm Dan. Dan, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yeah. She unbreakable. Oh, my gosh. Wait, you forgot that's the... I I thought we were talking about the Mindy Project this entire time. Oh! <laughs> Sexism. I thought I was going to have nothing to contribute to this. and Just because he was just saying your name absent the unbreakable part. And I was like, that's not the whole title of the show. Isn't, isn't Mindy Kaling's character in the Mindy Project still Mindy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but I don't. It was just crossed wires in my brain. That's fair. I do want to say that I don't appreciate when TV shows are just like the Jerry Seinfeld show, and you're like, "Come on, like that's his name's not Seinfeld in the show, is it?" Yes, it is. Is it? It is. I thought yeah. it was like Jerry. I was going to say Orbach is like <laughs> the one random name I could think of, <laughs> like Jerry Schmidt. <laughs> I'm glad that's the first poll you have at all. That's who I think of most when I think of the name Jerry. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, but like, uh, what's the other show? Oh, The Cosby Show is the one the that like, always drives me nuts. Everybody loves Raymond. That one's at least a title. That well, it just starts at Raymond because his name is still Raymond in the show. Yes. It's just not Romano. Not Romano. Uh, but yeah, The Cosby Show. He's not Cosby. No. It just sounds like whoever came up with the, the he could concept just for the show. Play, well, you can also leave the title of the show, The Cosby Show. He could just be a fictional doctor named Bill Cosby. That's yeah, he doesn't have to change. He doesn't have to be Huxtable like, and then call it The Cosby Show. Because it's, it's just too confusing. Because like, if fans came up to him asking for medical advice, like what would he do? Well, I think that they would be Drugged led him. astray. <laughs> <laughs> In 2018, 19... Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Oh, this is a crunchy one. I'm sorry. I'll catch up in a minute. <laughs> my, okay. my brain is like uh, still a couple weeks behind. I think everyone can appreciate the holiday hangover. That yes. is a thing that all people have, and I am not over either. No, and my not cat, even. A I'm sorry, bit. our cat was just licking our spatulas. Well, yeah. I have to go. Means wash. you made something tasty. <laughs> I have to wash all of the utensils in our utensil crock. It implies maybe you didn't do a good job the uh, first time. washing <laughs> them the first time, or uh, we just have very not, tasty soap. <laughs> you know what? I the think we've explored all the options. <laughs> we've named everything the cat could be doing. Or End your cat's list. high, which is also actually an option. The cat is probably high. Uh, and he's got pica because he eats tape all the time. If you out there know what to do about a cat who likes to eat <laughs> tape. <laughs> I want to ask what pica is, but I really don't think I want to know the answer. Oh, it's that thing like like pregnant ladies get sometimes or like people have where they just like eat stuff that's not edible. Like the oh, clay thing. Oh, yeah, like the clay thing. Yeah, okay. but our cat gets it about tape. <laughs> I was very worried it was going to be something about how his Pooping. bowels were moving, and no. I didn't no. really need or want to know. Well, it depends on how poops. well it depends on how well he eats the tape, ultimately. <laughs> so. so far. Doesn't it for so all good. of us? <laughs> <laughs> no one has had to pull tape out of my cat like a tape dispenser, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if that day comes... Don't We're tell me. the cat. <laughs> we'll get a new cat. I don't, I can't handle it. 
So, like we were talking about. <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt! Not the <laughs> Which Mindy isn't project. the Mindy Project. Not the Mindy Project. But also, okay. I appreciate that this show has a title that's ju- not just the Ellie Kemper show. Because it's not about Ellie Kemper. It's about Kimmy Schmidt. Correct. Sp- also about of, Titus. But and yeah, about right. Titus. Speaking of, do we want to talk about what this show is about? I suppose we should start there. Well, I have a lot more to say about this show than the Mindy Project. <laughs> well, I'll lead with you that. Damon's rating just shot way up. <laughs> um, let's see... I think I've actually only seen like the first two seasons. Maybe That's like the I've first two and a half. Oh really? I don't. Did we I watch the second steam. season? I lost steam. I know that I finished the second season. I don't know for certain that I finished the third. I did not watch the third. I watched yeah. till the end of a season that wasn't the last season. So I don't know if I watched all of two seasons or all of three seasons. But I know I didn't watch the last season because there's only four, right? I thought there were three. Well, then I only watched. There might two. be two, two, four. <laughs> Two to four seasons of the show An unknowable amount of Kimmy Schmidt. We have all definitely seen the first one. (laughs) Correct. And to varying levels, the second one, and possibly the third one. (laughs) If there is such a thing. If there is such a thing. Um, I was really taken with the first one, the first season. uh, I think... There are four seasons. Oh, whoa. I'm behind. uh, I think I lost interest just because it felt like it lost a little bit of direction and like started meandering, like trying to figure out what it was about. Well, its premise is uh, a woman kidnapped when she's a teenager in the 90s. Yes. By a uh, cult leader, cult leader John Hamm, who keeps several women uh, locked in his bunker because he says it's the end times and they get freed in 2015? 2015. Something. 2015 or 2016. Modern times. Modern times. They lose like two decades, basically. So she comes up not having seen the world since 1990 something and uh, has to make her way in New York City. uh, Or chooses to. Or chooses to make her way. She comes up and has to make her way in a world that she's missed, basically. And then chooses to move to New York City. (laughs) I don't really remember why. Me neither. Just that's where they shoot the show. Because that's where they shoot the show. Because that's where Tina Fey lives. Yes. (laughs) And she got to be home by six. There you go. (laughs) She's got kids. She's got kids. Yeah. And that's the extent of the show. She moves into a weird, like, tenement house. Not really. Just a crappy apartment run by Carol Kane and his uh, roommates with uh, a man named Titus, who's the best. He's my favorite character. For sure. For Everyone's. sure. I think he real. should be everyone's like, favorite character. Come on now. Although I gotta say, show. Lillian, Carol Kane's character, is like close second favorite character. She has hit or miss episodes for me. When she's That's on, true. she's super funny. And some of them I'm like, oh, this didn't need to happen. No. Well, and I think that comes back to like Tina Fey's level of uh, what we call Tina Fey progressivism. <laughs> where like Tina Fey was like top of the list progressive in her like... Uh, youth peak and now as a, like a, the the man that she <laughs> is now like she uh, hasn't really gone past that so that she's like progressive but for like 10 years ago and you're like okay Tina <laughs> like that point didn't need to be made <laughs> yeah the more we do this show the more I might be realizing that uh, Danny DeVito is the greatest human being to ever live yeah I don't want to circle back to that but like but I think Danny I'm thinking DeVito's all the, the people one. I know who have like constantly pushed themselves on that and reinvented themselves, and it's nobody. Oh, there's right? no people. It's just Danny DeVito, and like, he's the best. Bless of us. him. He's the best of us. <laughs> I hope that we can all be a bit more like Danny DeVito in 2019. 
That'd be good. Have you seen those commercials where he just like walks around talking to people who are like doing freelancing jobs, telling them about how they need to like treat themselves with respect and like use just like fresh books or something, some like, <laughs> some like oh, freelancing yeah. entrepreneurial like accounting so. project. But he's like, you got to get yours, pal. You're working real hard and you deserve good things. And I'm like, please be my father. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just walk up to me and tell me that? Like, I don't know, every day at yeah. 2.30 when <laughs> the things start to slide a little bit. Right, when I want a nap real bad, could you just tell me I'm doing a good job? <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito. Anyway, this show's not about him. It's about a girl named Kimmy Schmidt. Yep. So you want to do ratings? Yeah, okay. We kind of started to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll start. I'd say a three. I'm really familiar with season one. I think I napped through most of season two, and I am not convinced I saw any of season three. And th- there is a season four? Yes, there is. I did not know Although about it. Looking at the release dates, it's interesting. What does it say? There's like... May 30th was the release date for the first six, and then they released two more, or I guess will be releasing two more, because this date is January 25th of 2019. What? I think Netflix is starting to do that, to like break Split up their seasons? material a little bit. <clears throat> That's dumb. It's like, cause they did that with something else. They're doing that with the latest uh, Arrested Development season, too. No. It's like... making another one? I know. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I made right. a terrible mistake. <laughs> I think it's like half meeting very demanding like production schedules for people involved and half like we are ultimately going to be responsible for all of our own content. So let's maybe slow it down with the <laughs> drop Chill everything at once yeah. thing. Like, because people are binging faster and I faster. I was about to say, because yeah. people, they realize suddenly, oh wait, people can sit and watch eight hours of a thing far quicker. I don't know. I'd argue in about eight hours and plus bathroom breaks, yeah. which is a lot faster than it takes us to make those eight <laughs> hours of things. And I think Speak for yourself, Dan. I have Netflix on my phone. What are you talking about? <laughs> he never has to stop. <laughs> oh, I just got a catheter. <laughs> God, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> my binging catheter. <laughs> I mean, you know. Time to change my bedpan and just ask me if I want to continue watching. <laughs> Speaking of, I do think it asks me if I want to continue watching more frequently, but that also might be me binging more often. Like, I I think maybe it's trying to ask me if I want to continue more frequently because it's trying to keep me from binging so hard. Why does it do that? Like, I get it in some things in my world, like Hulu. I think they, well, they probably don't, but I think they pay, like, per show. But, like, Netflix... What's the negatives? I think they just pay a set price to have right, the to stuff license on the content. Thing? So, like... What do they care if I'm still watching or not? Other than, I guess, wasting electricity. <laughs> yeah, they're all about the environment. Yeah. That's what it is. I like mean, maybe it's companies. about, like, demographics like, well, or, like, the n- ratings. I think it's actually, like, a user experience thing where, like, if you fall asleep on something and it just Going continues to play, you um, then have to go back and find the point where you dropped off and maybe you lose interest in finishing the show you're watching and all of a sudden uh house of cards season seven like loses half of its like viewership because do you think because they... that's why they lost half <laughs> yes, viewership? no other reason no other reason no, no other reason. dates <laughs> happen today that we should all be aware of. there's oh. like four netflix shows that i've bothered to watch <laughs> Oh, that one. And you Whoa. try finding a thing that doesn't have like an asterisk on it at this point at this in time, American it's life. It's all things. Just, like, I, I, 
I think West Wing still is. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure they've, they've got something. No, I'm, I feel that many good actors. That. There's I mean, got to be something. Like Martin Sheen doesn't seem like he was maybe a good dad, but like. Well, yes. <laughs> look at the results. Yeah, but all of that was set well in stone before they started yeah, making he, the they West Wing. Responsible for his son's choices at West Wing points. Correct. So that's probably fine. <laughs> don't correct me. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Internet. You just keep it to Thanks, yourself. Internet. Shut up. Sometimes <laughs> we ask for help. This is not one of those times. Yeah. I mean, like, totally fine. Tell me about all the terrible people that I should avoid. But sometimes I just want to go to bed without thinking about how nasty everyone I liked in the 90s was. <laughs> Do you think they turn those, like, are you still watching off of old people shows? Like, you can just watch JAG forever? <laughs> <laughs> Because they know nice. you're asleep and they don't care. <laughs> it's, it's the soundtrack. That it's may like your be white purgatory. Noise <laughs> I may have just invented purgatory. <laughs> purgatory. Or 12-year-old Liz's dream. <laughs> oh, I loved Jag. <laughs> I was so sad it was only on at the 5 o'clock hour. <laughs> Do you know there's like 500 episodes of NCIS? Yeah, it's still and going. And my dad has still seen all of them six <laughs> times somehow. <laughs> How do you make time for that? I, I know that like, I can know. binge a whole show in a day, but like... NCIS. Not like that. Not like that. <laughs> Not like this. Also, yeah. is Chris O'Donnell on that show now? Because he looking old and sweaty. He's on the Los Angeles one. There's no Los Angeles. Or the New Orleans one. There's no, he's on the Los Angeles one. There's multiple NCIS? There's three at NCIS. And I think How they many all CIA, have like, CIAs? CSIs are there? There were five. Whoa. Uh, and I How many think people in the Navy get killed? That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, that's... A that's a sadder answer than... <laughs> well, not that. I'm just saying more like three a week for... I mean, like, by murder on American soil, probably not a ton. These You'd shows hope. would have you believe something right. else. Yeah. The ones that really upset me are... Especially when, like, they're not the eventually. only... Yes, <laughs> I, I realize. Like, the team in the, the show... To this show. <laughs> Make believe money. We're going to have to get back on track eventually. <laughs> the team in NCIS is not the only team solving those crimes in like the greater like Washington area. So they're yeah, just like they one are implied group? that they have coworkers they're, and like yeah. this is one team out of like four or five that are apparently Whoa. every lieutenant Very gets killed once a week. Lieutenant. Um now wait a minute, because I in CSI they make it seem like there are no cops. There's just the crim, crime scene investigators and they wind up doing all the copping and like Yes. No, no actual crime scene investigator does as much copying as Mark Helgen, Helgenberger did. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they are mostly, like, I think actual crime scene investigators are mostly nerds. And I think they mostly oh. sit, yeah. like... I think they take pictures and take things and run them through a computer. Yeah. Yep. End and of things They probably they interact with pipettes a lot more than I ever do. Yes. Yes. So there you go. Yes, and then you said that like it was a lot of like it takes a lot of pipetting to interact more than you do. You've never seen my closet. I haven't. What? What do you imply? Pipettes. <laughs> you want to talk pipettes? Talk to my wife. I know. Does she have pipettes in her house? No. Yeah. Oh, although we do have a few Christmas lights that our lights put into little like uh, pipettes because cool. she had them from her lab because they all pipetted so much Aww. that somebody made those. I like that a lot. That's cute. So there's like a thousand episodes of NCIS and like Firefly got canceled after 14 episodes. Firefly needed to fix its pacing and I won't apologize for that. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey internet, direct all your comments to not me. <laughs> the show is slow, guys. I mean, the characters are great, but the show is slow. Anyway, Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt. Schmidt. What do we want to talk about that? We did our ratings. I said I was a three. Yeah, I don't think the rest of us did. 
Uh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I started <laughs> saying. Happy New Year. Same shit on this podcast, everybody. Welcome. I think this is episode like 65. And we've learned to tighten it up to a cool three hours. Uh, I will probably finish my thought at like a three as well. Like yeah. I watched just as much as you did probably. And like. You might have been awake for more. Mm, debatably. No. I don't know. Um, I liked it. It was mm-hmm. charming. But I do think that, like, once they got beyond, like, the initial, like, you know, uh, fighting against John Hamm arc, I kind of think it just kind of lost its way a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Tina Fey progressivism thing that I was talking about, like, that episode where Titus does a a play as a, a geisha that he thinks he was in a past life, and at the end of it, the, like, people who are protesting, like, disappear they, they like reach nirvana or something and disappear because they're like we don't have to be upset about everything and then they just disappear and i was like "Ooh, ooh, i know what point you're trying to make but i don't think white lady producer should be like you people shouldn't be upset about yellow face like mm. <laughs> but that was in season two i'm pretty sure two or three i forget oh my bigger thing is though is is like I think it would be helpful if they made a show that was for anybody who didn't live in New York. Yeah. Maybe. I don't that know. would probably be helpful. I don't know that they've been. I think a lot of that show is like exclusive to like if you live in New York. That's I do funny. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Or tropes about this is what people think living in New York is. Yeah. yeah. And some combination. Yeah. I'm going to go three as well. Sounds like I saw about the same amount as you guys, give or take some amount of... Napping. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I kind of actually liked it when... I liked the beginning because I liked them figuring... The characters figuring each other out. Yeah. Once they got to a place where everybody knew everybody and they could just kind of tropes their way through it, where it's like, this is the silly thing this one's doing. This is the silly thing this one's doing. This is the silly thing this this one's doing. It kind of just all blurred together for me there wasn't a lot of conflict at some point which i mean they put in conflicts but they never really felt like any sort of challenge or growth a lot of plot to it right the first season had at least a somewhat of a an arc over the whole thing and then after that you're right dan it was like it started getting very episodic Mm -hmm. in my opinion where it's like hey this is a thing that they're gonna solve this episode yeah okay that's fine yeah, but I think a lot of things, like the Netflix model and just, like, the tone of the show, like, it wasn't set up for that, so you were, like, left wanting Yeah, it might have been direction. better if it were weekly. Yeah. If we couldn't get a hold of it as easily. It's weird. Sometimes, nowadays, I'm like, please make things more inconvenient. I think I'd like it better if I couldn't have it all at once. Like cake. <laughs> I'd like it better if you put a couple things in between me and the cake <laughs> to make it a bit more. I want to have to work for it. <laughs> Let me have just a little bit of cake and then put like several roadblocks in between. Ask me if I'd like to continue caking. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that for anyway? Who does it hurt if I just eat if all I the just cake? Eat the whole cake. <laughs> but if I fall asleep halfway me. through eating the cake, I should probably go to the hospital. Because yeah, I'll die. I'll suffocate <laughs> in the cake. <laughs> So what about Kimmy Schmidt are we talking about? So we are specifically talking about one episode. Oh, normally I keep the episode name and number, but I forgot. I, it's in season one. I think it's episode eight. Let me double check that. Okie dokie. Yes. Season one, episode eight. It's called Kimmy is Bad at Math. <laughs> so a, to fill in the plot of this specific episode and like a few more characters because it'll probably be valuable. Oh, yeah. This is the one if you guys remember. So 
Kimmy gets a job working as a nanny slash personal assistant slash whatever this rich woman fixer woman fixer yeah Yeah. by the name (laughs) fixer correct (laughs) (laughs) Kimmy kills four or five people and also does some campaign uh, campaign finance violations but um, but anyway she um, she is working with this woman Mrs. Voorhees oh Um, I forgot her last name was Voorhees I watched the episode for this I would have otherwise forgotten um, but in this specific specific episode, she is getting divorced by her husband, mm-hmm. or she is divorcing her husband, or I don't really remember, because Takes he cheats two on her. To tango, I guess. It, well, yeah. does it? I don't think it. I don't Can actually know. Can you divorce someone without them saying yes to that? I think you have to. I think be they able have to. to sign a piece of paper. Technically, I don't know that that's like, true though. Because what if they just say no? Well, if they think that there's been people, like, well, like I think you stories. get. Com- I think you get compelled by an officer of the court. Okay, Do that's you? fine. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So then you really doesn't take two to tango then. It but takes one in a court system. Well, and that's the two. But like, <laughs> I think there's like lots of movies where they're like, he won't sign the divorce papers. Like, but I don't know if that's a legit thing. Well, I think it's just the like it's less of the like you are no longer married. I think it's like you can't be unmarried until like your assets are decided upon. Like because if you like, if you are unmarried, like the assets are just kind of left like where they are. It's sure. more getting them to sign off on like this monetarily is how we are divorcing, oh. and we can finally walk away from this because we're not going to go to court otherwise. Okay. So yeah, most of the time in romance fair. movies, it's like you have to sign the divorce papers so that I can get married to this other person. It's like insensitive, you know? Right. <laughs> it Wait is a, a weird minute. thing to think about, though. It's one of those weird situations in life where like both. People are forcing something on the other person. Right. So if like you don't sign them, you're forcing me to be married to you, which feels like wrong. It feels like I should be able to control my life. But if I make you sign it, right. you're making you not married to me, which feels weird that I can force you to do whatever you want with your life. So like who who's right there? I have an idea of who's right. Based on history, <laughs> they gave it to the man, which is bullshit. But and that's... Well, like nowadays, uh get divorced. If one person wants to get divorced, you should get divorced. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, generally. Yeah, I'm if, all for, like, trying it. Right. But, like, once that ship has sailed, that ship has sailed. Right. If yeah. one person's no longer into a thing in a two-person equation, the thing is over. Like, both people have to be on board or no thank you. I played a board game like that the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was with Damon. <laughs> oh, yeah? Some of us were into the thing. The others were not. You, yes. Ugh. We should have gotten divorced. <laughs> I thought I you, thought you were talking. clear what the board game is real quick? Because it sounds like you put your keys in it's the, not the board. <laughs> it's not the board game. It's... The people, the people oh. we were playing the board game with. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was not a theme of the board game that players involved were getting divorced. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe they no. should. Maybe they should. And that would maybe be a fun game, actually. What? That sounds horrible. What? Divorce the board game? Yeah, that sounds horrible. That sounds like a board game in a movie about how board games are terrible. Mm. Like Jumanji, but for adults. You could make it fun. Yeah. Jumanji, I would... Well, no. I wouldn't play. No, you wouldn't. But I like the idea of it. <laughs> Go in there, you'd be murdered in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, by the way, I, if I got into the Jumanji board, you could roll a six three seconds later, and my corpse would come back out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> we roll doubles, Dan. Oh, God. Yeah, be, put him back in, put him back in. Yeah, be like, Dan came out, apparently was, he didn't get like shot by one of those flowers, just kind of had an allergic reaction, keeled <laughs> to, over, and then the done entirety of thing the and died. <laughs> but he's still wearing one of those cool leaf hats. <laughs> he, saw the, he saw the hunter and went, excuse me, sir, can you, and then got shot in the face. <laughs> 
My cousin had the actual uh, branded Jumanji board game when we were kids. Did it have that cool it was uh, thing the, the viewfinder thing in the middle? It did. What did it do? It was like, you know that game Sucked Decrypto? Oh, where you like, it was it's like got the, a pattern on the card and you put it under the You thing. put it under the red oh. uh, acetate was and it, it shows something. But yes, it was red. Because I think that's the <gasps> only thing that works green. with that. Yeah, but because you need the, the red acetate in order for yeah. it to, <laughs> to do that. I guess that's Be- fine. But you can get a green gel. Uh... I don't know that that like but effect works would, that way. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. think it would like disguise the actual. The green. Angle. I don't know yeah. if you. I don't know if the light polarizes appropriately to do it otherwise. All right, anybody out there who designed Jumanji, email us at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail dot com. Also, email us if that thing that I asked about before is something you know about. I don't remember what I asked about, <laughs> but I remember that I almost put the email in there. Who knows if that made it into the podcast? Happy New Year! I haven't <laughs> podcasted in like three weeks. Yeah, it's it's rough <laughs> out here, folks. Um, so before we get to the money, the one thing I did want to say is I forgot that this was the episode that was, I mean, it was riffing on the thing the internet did about the Olsen quadruplets oh, and it made me laugh very hard because <laughs> like, I forgot how often they went back to that well in this yeah, the Olsen, uh, episode. Eventually they're like octuplets that like swap in and out. I don't know if out. they ever did that, but they definitely got to the, like everybody was talking about the quadruplets <laughs> and I was like, mm. John Oliver's theory is that there's just one Olsen person running very fast back and forth. <laughs> Like, isn't that a, something about an electron that there's one in the universe and just it's in all yeah. places at once? It could be a wave or a, a particle. No, that's no, light. No, that's light. Yeah. No, that's not light. That's uh, anything uh, quantum mechanic. Dang. Something small enough. If you know what we're talking about, We're all saying us. milk. <laughs> yeah, anywho. So, in the actual episode, money-wise, though, mm-hmm. they do both a really good and a very bad job. <laughs> I love when that happens. Yes. So what the uh, the arrangement is supposedly is that uh, Mrs. Voorhees gets one gets to keep one million dollars for each year that this couple was married. So she's going to get twelve million dollars, okay. which she's very upset about. She doesn't think she can live on it uh, because that's less money than uh. he had when she married him. But then they give us some details. They actually say she spends a hundred grand a month. Oh, oh. So $1.2 million a year. So the, the premise of the actual show is Kimmy's trying to study for her GED, mm-hmm. and she actually gets to use her compound growth equation <laughs> and, like, finally understands math after all this time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, you totally can, because it'll double in X amount of years. And she actually, it's funny, they zoom out, and she's, like, doing this uh, math on the window. Uh-huh. Um, and they actually put in the correct equation. It actually works. Uh, somebody looked. I mean, the compound formula is not that hard, but they. Well, but you could fudge math on a TV show super easy. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a, a equals p, uh, parentheses i or one plus i and parentheses raised to the years. It's not that hard. That sounds like um, a, a dirty equation that a math nerd would write on a bathroom stall. <laughs> I was gonna say not to throw you under the bus, but you struggle pretty hard for an equation that's written right there. Yes, I, well, I was doing it off the top of my head, but yes, it is. It's it's well because I don't think about it that way. It's it's one plus your interest rate raised to the number of years times your principal. It's better okay. like that makes more sense to me. The thing that I never liked much about like algebra was all of the variables got assigned letters, and then I was like, but what do they mean? Yeah, well, the nice thing about this one is it's pretty simple. So one plus i one your interest rate i raised to the number of years, which actually you don't normally use a lowercase t for term. Oh okay. Uh, and then times your principal, which is a generally an uppercase p. Nice. It should still be like acronyms where they like write it all out the first time you come across it in the book. Yeah. 
and then you can abbreviate it after. And that. maybe they did, and we didn't read the book. Well, that's actually yeah. kind of how Excel does it. If you get good at Excel, like all of your equations have like generally two or three letter like, here's what you put here. So if you're doing the compound, like if you do the actual future value formula, it's like FV. So you equal FV, and then it asks for your like term and your rate and your this and your that. So it actually gives you all the little clues. In some way, in some ways, uh, Excel is convenient and in most ways i think it's away. the i think <laughs> it's the glue it? that's holding the world together i was about to say it is <laughs> it is, it is my it together. is the only language i speak other than english so don't give me that shit <laughs> as a person Excel who is much more fluent things. in powerpoint <laughs> ew no <laughs> terrible ew, get out of here <laughs> no excel's where it's at <laughs> but like anyway a right brain left brain conversation but about microsoft yeah it is which is why my wife is good at both yeah, she's so very talented. frustrating as a person. What an amazing woman. I hate her. Oh, yeah, we all hate her. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so she does this math and she goes, okay, if you take six million, it takes, it'll double in, and she, I think she says even 10 years, which is about right. So I don't know, we've talked about this before, but if you remember the rule of uh, 72, <laughs> have we talked about this? Um, we told it's everyone we wouldn't thing. talk about <laughs> That's a that's a phrase that I know. Remind me what exactly yeah. you're yeah. referring to. Because otherwise, I'm just going to think it's eventually we're going to get around to talking about Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the rule of 34. Well, if you triple... No. Um, so the rule of 72 is a quick and easy like rule of thumb to do doubling. Okay. So whatever interest rate you earn, you divide 72 by that number, and that's about how long it takes your money to double. Oh, okay. So if you're making 7%, it takes about 10 years, right? Oh. 72 divided by, by 7, seven is about 10. If it takes you 10 years, or ten, if you get 10%, it's going to take you about 7 years, right? Okay. I'm going to stop giving examples because I've used all the easy ones, <laughs> but you get the idea. <laughs> this makes Dan look smarter. <laughs> <laughs> I nailed it. Um, but so she does this thing telling Miss Voorhees, hey, you can survive on this 12 million. Things are great because if you take 6 million and invest it, you will double it in, you know, approximately 10 years. And it actually winds up being, you get 11.8 million after 10 years. So again, rough. Uh, ish. Yeah, yeah, rough yeah. approximation. Which is great. However. However. <laughs> she just told you she spends 1.2 million a year. And it took you 10 years to double that 6 million. This isn't good. So she doesn't have time to let that sit there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. She She's either left has herself... to adjust her spending or right. get more money. She's left oh. herself six million, which will not last her the ten years she needs to double her other six million. Remember because she got twelve. Yes. So I did the math. If you actually got twelve, and I don't know why you'd only invest half of it. So I took a million two out. Let's say you take a year of spending out, which is pretty reasonable. You need that in the short term. Sure. Sure. And then you invest the other 10.8 million. You're going to generate, if you got that 7% growth that Kimmy talked about, you're going to generate $750,000 a year, approximately. Oh, cool. Can we use that in our numbers? I know, right? Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> oh, but be you're good. still spending 1.2. Yeah. So Which in that is first year, higher. Yes. Than the seven hundred thousand. You yeah. found the problem with the math. Bum bum bum. So that first year, you have about four hundred and forty thousand overspending. Yeah, that's no good. But the problem is, it now compounds the wrong way, right? Because if you take that four hundred forty thousand out, 
you don't have the ten point eight million that you invested, so the next year you only make seven hundred and twenty five thousand. Oh no! So then you spend four seventy five too much, and the next year you get what I'm saying yeah. because you're drawing out of principal. That growth is less and less every year. I didn't even think about that. Now, because you've invested a little more, it does defray that. So you don't run out of money until somewhere in between year 15 and 16. But still, Mrs. Voorhees does not seem to be in her 80s. And so you probably don't want to be running out of she money. She could be. Well, she could she's be. rich 80, so. She's got that plastic surgeon in that one season. I don't know that there's a plastic surgeon good enough in the world to make an 80-year-old look like, okay, Liz Jenna disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was I think? I read something somewhere that was like uh, 80-year-olds or like older people think that like getting plastic surgery will make them look like a 30-year-old again, but really, in fact, it's just going to make them look like a surprised and tight <laughs> 80-year-old. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I wish I could smile. <laughs> You're bringing me much joy. <laughs> It's so good to see you. You can't tell because my eyebrows are fused to my skull. So yeah, basically this doesn't work. So really what she needs to do, in theory, is cut her spending to that 750 How could she possibly? Uh, Yeah, I mean it is like a 40% cut, but still, 750 I think that seems good enough to It's an easy 40%, I think. Yeah, Yeah. it feels like uh, maybe there's a lot of fat somewhere in the $100,000 you spend a month. Sell a couple of those boats you almost for sure have. Just uh, skip a latte here and there, you know? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Skip a latte, don't have any avocado toast. No, we only tell her that if she's a millennial. Right, Right. obviously the reason you can't afford a house is because you buy coffee. (laughs) That being said, realistically, there's no way she could... Do, she'd have to cut it further than 750 because Kimmy says 7%. So that's assuming you get a consistent 7% oh, every year. But realistically, there's going to be years you get 20, which is great, but there's going to be years you get negative 10. And those years, if you draw out a full 7, you're going to wind up like, because if you think about it, if you have 10 mm-hmm. and you lose 50%, you now need to make 100% to get back up to 10. Oh, Do you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. harder yeah. to go up than it is to go down. So if you draw out, the same amount or too high of an amount, I shouldn't say, but like an unreasonable amount when it's low, you have to really you kick it out of the park those other times to get back up there. So that's why I think we've talked about before, like the general retirement drawdown rule is something like three to 4%. Because yeah, consistently the market over time has gotten seven. In some cases over long periods, it's gotten nine. But if you say, okay, I'm going to get seven a lot of the time. I'll draw seven no matter what. And then the market goes down 20%. You've yeah. drawn a significant portion of what you have left that and you then have to... F you over later on. Right, because then your portfolio needs to get like 40% for three years to catch you up to that number, which becomes very can't difficult really rely to do. On that. Right. Yeah. So better to rely on something like pretty low that the market is for sure-ish going to be above. Right. Or, and it depends on, you know, your level of wealth, right? Mm-hmm. Some people don't have that flexibility. They just have to take out of their retirement portfolio what they need to live. Sure. But for people who are, in her case, who are exceedingly wealthy, mm-hmm. what it realistically means is there'll be some years you'll be fine taking 750. There'll be might be some years you're fine taking 1.2. But you better be able to cut back significantly on the years that, that it doesn't do well. You can't. Yeah. And again, maybe, the, maybe even, okay, this year market goes up 20%, maybe you take out 2.5 and you put some aside in cash. So then the year the market goes down 10%, you don't touch your portfolio at all. Like you can get a little Mm -hmm. bit more, I don't want to say market timing, but you can get a little bit more complex as you have more money. Obviously that's not possible. If it's like, okay, between this and my social security check, I can feed myself. Well, then you're going to have to take it. You're going to have to take it. And 
you'll get it figured out, right? Yeah. Like, that's all you, you can do. You go for it as long as you can. Right. Yikes. But Ugh. realistically, she would probably be somewhere between like three hundred and four hundred thousand dollars is is probably more re- realistic of what she could draw. That is how a could she big ever find cut. a way? Yeah. But like, I mean, that's a- absolutely absurd for me to think about spending a month, a, a year. year, still a year. That's a lot for me to think about. Yeah, I have no real pity for her. No, absolutely not. But I mean, it is go, a big lifestyle cut, yeah. and that's why she's in the show. She's waffling about whether she can af- like can do this divorce given the, like the cut to her lifestyle. Right. But, well, and then she gets remarried, so everything's fine. Right. But Kimmy talks about how she's like, no, you can do it, and really, Kimmy, stay in your lane. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking Kimmy, about. You, you figured nothing. out how to double Kimmy. money in like with a formula, but like stay in your life. Kimmy, you got out of a bunker like a month ago. Yeah, you don't know shit about Relax, shit. Relax, Kimmy. <laughs> but she's so pleasant. She is. And she wears like bright colors. So and she picked a pretty her. reasonable growth rate out of nowhere. She did so a good, good job. Her. Yeah. She nailed it. Yeah. Good job, Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, What does she get paid? Do we know? I don't know. Kimmy? Yeah. Uh, I think it said early. I would have to go back and watch. Yeah. I'll Google it, but I can't promise you it's... Googleable. Mm. Yeah. Kimmy Schmidt. Wow, you could have more action. Thrill. Probably just going to get what Ellie yeah, Kemper gets paid get for. All, oh. <laughs> all the actors, but... but how much Ellie Kemper get paid? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I might be able to, like, dig deeper and find out, but... Nah, that was passing curiosity, just to see about, like... Well, I'm sure it changes because, like, the situation in the show changes. Like, mm-hmm. she has different jobs at different times and stuff. So. That is true, too. But I'm it's thinking about one that Googleable that answer. In. I'm like, whether or not they could afford it. Because what does Titus do? He's Sometimes he sign spins. He did. He worked at that <laughs> restaurant for the, a while. Yeah. So, yeah, he's the wolfman in the restaurant. It was actually in, he's, I don't know how many episodes that one's in, but it's in this one, and I did enjoy that part, because <laughs> so the, the B story is all about him learning that it's easier to live in New York as a werewolf than a black man. <laughs> so he decides, <laughs> he decides to permanently live as a werewolf. <laughs> oh, my God. Aw. <laughs> uh, isn't there an episode in season two or three where he gets, like, scurvy, and they have to take him into the Whole Foods to, like, get him an orange? <laughs> Yeah. 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 Because Lily is that Kane outside bones? No. is all like losing her shit about being in a Whole Foods. Yeah, and, gentrifying. Yeah, and everything. And then they realize that they can just like eat the food with uh, without anybody yelling at them. Right. So, which is still a thing that weirds me out in real life. Yeah, I don't like that. Do you ever do that? I never do it. Megan very, very, very rarely does it, but like every now and then if she's like real hangry, she'll do it. I hate that word. I can't believe I used it, but here we are. But like, <laughs> it perfectly sums up how she feels. I will lose my shit though. I'll watch her like sneak one grape from the bag. I'm like, no, that's home food, well, not in a, the grocery you store food. You have to pay for that. That's an ounce you did not pay for. It's not really an ounce. Um, but I think about that all the time about like, you know, I come home with grapes that are not the firmest, but like, I can't risk it. It's too risky. Yeah. I don't know. I just love watching. I go to the one on uh, Kingsbury that you can like sit up on the second floor and like watch people go through the buffet. Yeah. And like there are people who just like that is their entire meal. Do you hear about that guy who just like took the ladle out of the soups and tasted all the soups in like an old country buffet? What? I don't want to sully the name of Old Country Buffet. It was some buffet chain that he was just like caught on video well, lifting the ladle out and like sipping all the soups. And also, you're not you're not sullying that. Yeah. That's that's the fact that humanity exists. I not mean, it might have been problem. like a yeah. Cece's Pizza. 
the buffet just put itself there. <laughs> Humanity happened to the buffet. <laughs> like, this buffets is wh- spring up from the ground. This yeah. is why we need biometric stuff. We need someone to like have to pay, get their thumb put like into a system that allows them to touch the ladles without electrocuting them. <laughs> That might have been the most privileged thing I've ever said, <laughs> and I'm so sorry, everybody. But the idea is very But I funny. also don't want to eat somebody else's soup leftovers. No, I try not to think about those things, because, like, I've eaten at buffets before, and I haven't died yet, so, like, probably I can handle eating someone sneeze a couple of times, you know well, what yeah, I mean? yeah, you say that till you can't. Exactly. <laughs> and you get to heaven, but and you go, I handled eating out of buffets until the one time. But that's the magic of life. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's got a certain count in them of, here's my thing. Everybody's got a count in them of times they can eat at Chipotle before their butthole rejects it. <laughs> so, like, I think that's sort of the same with, like, anything you do. You've got a certain number of chances where, like, you roll the dice and it's fine. But you're going to hit the one where it either gives you food poisoning and or kills you. <laughs> But, uh, you know, the threshold lower at some places. <laughs> but so far, I have come out of buffets uh, just with a greater appreciation for uh buffets. <laughs> <laughs> Food that wasn't left in a buffet for hours? I gotta say, the most times I've been in a buffet, I, it's been in Pennsylvania in, like, Amish country, where it's, like, Amish buffets. So it's a lot of, like, chow chow and biscuits mm. and, like... There's a really good Indian buffet by my work. Oh, that sounds good. quite good. That does sound really good. And I've never seen anybody sneeze on it. I'd believe that. I think probably you got to be more polite in an Indian buffet than you do have to be in an Amish buffet. Like, they don't have cell you phones have so to... so much faith in humanity today. <laughs> Clearly, I we do. haven't recorded in, like, three I'm or four so weeks. Nice. Let's bring this back to back down to <laughs> dark MBM We levels. talked about, like, Bill Cosby and, like, Hitler already in this podcast for a hot second. Did we? Well, we mentioned Hitler. If not, it's coming up next. Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. <laughs> Get ready for Nazis. <laughs> Uh, no, I think, you know, I just feel like if you're in an Amish buffet, the people running the place don't have access to cell phones to shame you on the internet. So possibly you could be worse behaved because no one's watching you. Although I don't know that people... they also are still okay hitting you if you do a bad job. That's true, because the Lord will punish you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Chow Chow's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like pickled corn Like stuff. the dog? No, it's like oh. <laughs> I used to eat that big furry dog. <laughs> no, it's like it's like succotash. But oh, this is a real. F- I corn. thought you were describing like a varietal of food, oh, like smorgasbord. No, like yeah. I thought you were just describing the thing that's on one side of the like deli that's not meat, and it's between the meat and the seafood, and there's all those pre-made things that I've never ordered we nor call will that ever order. You know, that's not a bad term for it, but chow chow is a specific thing. Chow chow is like succotash, but you, do you know what succotash is? I do. Yeah, it's and I like know it's suffering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> It's like that, but it's like mostly like it's like corn relish, like pickled more than the succotashes. There's more corn. I'm good out here. Yeah, it's not it's not great, but it's not bad. Amish. Anyway, they can't fight me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they come up and fight you about something you said on a podcast. You've got them dead to rights. Yeah. I'm, I'm disobeying their religion. So the Lord will punish you. <laughs> and they'll be like, it's fine. A Mennonite turned on the podcast for me. <laughs> With That's their a hot buttons. joke. <laughs> That's a hot joke. I don't which, I one can't, which one can't wear buttons? One of them can, one of them can't. I think. I, well, I think buttons are fine. I think zippers might be a problem. Those buckles. How do they keep their pants up? Suspenders. Ropes. 
Yeah, but like, how do you get them closed? Do you just not like everybody walking around in like old timey clown pants? I think you Damon stitch got it right. yourself into them every day. You <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unsewn every night. Yeah. Mother, mother, sews right before you're you. sewn into bed. Yeah, <laughs> you, just, you get sewn into your outfit and you stay in that outfit until it falls off your body and you get sewn into another one. And <laughs> somebody you, act my ass, Mike Pence. I think this is how he does he it. You should know. Mother, please sew me into bed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, welcome to 2019. I feel better about this now. Let The next episode's going to feel a lot sharper. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you have any more things to say about Kimmy Schmidt, or should I wrap this up? No. Only that I bet you wouldn't get that $12 because I don't know what the lawyer fees are on something like that, um, but I bet you it's a lot. Yeah. I guess you never think about that. I, I never think about that with, like, prize winnings when they say people are going to win something on a game show. I'm always like, oh, what a great number. And then you realize it's, like, half that, maybe. No. That's tax, though. I don't know that this would be taxed, generally. No? Well, uh, it is divorce, pre-existing no, you've assets. Already, yeah, you pay yeah. taxes on it. And there's a specific type of court order that will let you split. So a lot of times, like, retirement accounts can't be split, with, or you can't take money out of them without there being a tax penalty. Sure. Talk yeah. more tax and penalty. Uh, and there's a thing called a quadro, a QDRO. I don't actually remember what it stands for. It's, it's like a, a qualified divorce, retirement, something, uh, where you can split those sort of things up so that they don't incur. Like if I was the main breadwinner and I had a bunch of retirement assets, my wife could take some without her like having to also then pay a giant penalty, which kind of would be a would kick be in a the teeth, point. right? Yeah. So there's ways to do this generally pretty low tax, but... The lawyer fees. Lawyer fees. Are, That's a different thing. Yeah. I don't really understand lawyer fees. It's mostly paperwork. It's mostly paying for people to take the time to, to fill out Oh, paperwork. no. I mean, I understand why there would be lawyer fees, because you got to pay that lawyer somehow. But I don't understand how, like, they get levied against you. Like, if you win the case, you don't always have to pay Depends on what depends it on the really what depends on things. what it is. Yeah. yeah. A lot of a lawyer like this would probably work on an hourly fee. Oh god. But there are some things, the cases you that you don't pay unless you win, and then you pay a percentage of those winnings. There's some things where yeah, I mean there's just a lot of ways lawyers get paid. I guess you have to negotiate. Sometimes that. you can win a settlement and the court orders the other person to pay for various reasons, basically sure. to keep them from bringing bad lawsuits or something like that. There's a lot of ways that can happen. Lawyers. How do they work? Like magnets. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> but every 50,000 years, they turn around. <laughs> Just shifting around in the world. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. Sorry, I waited for you to drink water to do that. I've been Dan. <laughs> and I'm now realizing we just made fun of the, by definition, most litigious group of people. So lawyers? So let's hope we have no <laughs> friends who are lawyers that listen to this. Actual litigators. <laughs> Uh, be kind to us we're babies uh, if you have thoughts feelings or you want to serve us papers you can reach us at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com uh, rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice uh, a Stitcher also is a, is a big one that gets people to our door um, and we're, we're nearing not quite yet even close but like we're getting on the higher side towards 100 episodes and yeah. I would love to have like a big old happy audience party at 100 episodes virtual audience party i don't want to host anything <laughs> <laughs> listen i know what size my apartment is <laughs> i think the legal occupancy is like 12 so <laughs> um but 
you know, rate us, review us, let let us know what you think. Uh, thanks as always to our composer Charles D. Miller for her music. Catch her at charlesdmiller.com uh, and listen to her on Spotify until the heat death of the universe. Uh, thank you to our cat for being well behaved this episode, and we'll see you next time on Make Believe Money. Okay, bye. Probably heard that one time you snapped. Literally snapped, not like a lot snapped. Oh. <laughs>